1: How is everyone doing this morning? Let's lovely. check in with Let's check in with Morgan first. You say, "Lovely, lovely,
3: so lovely." I'm singing.
1: Glad you're in a good mood. That you're.
3: Oh, I'm just so exhausted that I'm pretending. Fake it till you make it, Bill. That's showbiz, baby.
1: That's good. I love a slap happy show.
4: <laughs> that
1: Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Great to have you up and. With us this morning, we are the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So after the show today, we're going to the Guardians game. Yeah,
3: when you're I, already decked out.
1: When I say we, I mean my family, my two boys and my wife. We have a rare day where all four of us have nothing to do. You know: oh, I, obviously boys are
3: on spring break?
1: Yeah, b- boys are on spring break. Paula has the day off. Uh, obviously, I'm here now, but uh, I won't be working at 1 o'clock this afternoon for the first pitch. And uh, it's going to be a gorgeous day at the ballpark.
3: Except you're really mad at your boys right now.
1: Yeah, I'm really mad because I'm also taking the rest of the week off after this morning to spend with them while they're on spring break. And I'll be honest. I'll be frank. I don't want to spend any more time with these kids. I feel like I've spent enough time with them already, and I'm so mad at them for what happened yesterday. This is, I wasn't even home yet. I just, just got home from work yesterday, and Paula is... She has that look on her face. Like, like when you I,
3: know something's wrong? When
1: I walk in the house, I already know that it's been a terrible morning. And she just points to the upstairs. Oh, gosh. So I walk up the upstairs, and there is shards of broken glass all over my oh, steps. Oh, no. What were they doing? They just got into a fight. They, here's the thing. They keep misbehaving. We keep taking things away from them. Mm-hmm. But the more we take away from them... The more they, the less they have to do, yeah. so the more bored they are,
3: and the more trouble so, they get in. Yeah,
1: they just start needling each other, and they because they they roast each other all the time, yeah. and they're like, you know, says the guy this, and says the guy that, and uh, and Drew got mad at Will for something he said yesterday morning, and threw something at him, and it went right through the the glass window of the door that separates my upstairs from my downstairs.
3: Okay, so what were the boys' reaction? Were they scared when you came home? Were they apologetic?
1: They're never scared of anything. And and that's why I believe that my kids are... They they know deep down that mom and dad love them. Mm-hmm. And they feel very secure uh, where they live. Because they just don't seem scared of, of anything. Of anything they do. They never seem sorry. They don't seem afraid. They're... Yeah, and so now I have a uh, a broken broken window.
3: Ooh, These if two... it were me, those boys would not be going to the Guardians game. Today. Are you serious?
1: You think I should be that drastic? Yes, because this
3: continues. They broke a TV. They now broke a window. That's glass everywhere. That somebody could get really hurt if they, God forbid, step on it or something. I, w- I would have told them no Guardians game.
1: Wow. Well, who would I go to the game with?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Yourself. Paula, maybe. Could your mom watch The Voice?
1: No, she's out of town. She's on spring break. And my see, mom's vacationing. That's
3: the problem, is that uh, in this situation, punishing them is also punishing yourself, because you guys obviously want to go to the game.
1: I feel like that's all my punishments for them. Yeah. Any punishment that I have for them, it seems like I'm punishing myself, because... It, if I take something away from them that they enjoy, which is the Xbox or a Switch or the television or whatever it is, then they're bored and I need to, to do something with them. Yeah. You know, the, we're pulling out a board game or we're pulling out Uno yeah. or something like that. I mean, it's not, it's not constant. It's not, you know, it's not. But
3: still, breaking a TV and then breaking glass in your yeah. house, those are two really big things.
1: Or is it just a symptom of having two boys?
3: That I don't know, because I didn't grow 8. up with any boys.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Yeah, I'm frustrated. But I don't envy you. I'm going to spend the rest of my week with these jackals <laughs> who keep breaking all the stuff in my house. Literally. I don't know what to do. Waking you up. Good morning. Good morning. Real life. Real Cleveland. Feel good in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show.
4: From the one 800 Now Traffic Center.
1: 104 place the hits, it's the Q Morning Show. Morgan, when do you eat breakfast in the morning?
3: I don't. <laughs>
1: When's the first time you eat in the morning? Uh,
3: after the show, when, when I get home, so 11 o'clock.
1: Wow, that late? Yeah. Like, you don't have anything until mm-hmm. 11 o'clock. What do you eat when you get home?
3: Uh, sometimes avocado toast with tomatoes, sometimes, like, a little turkey sandwich, you know, just okay. casual lunch. It's lunchtime by that point.
1: But sometimes you do treat yourself with some yours truly breakfast, right? If
3: I'm super hungry and I want to take a nap as soon as I get home, I'll eat <laughs> while I'm still here. I'll get some breakfast from yours truly.
1: All I have is my sweet and salty. Wait, what are they now? Hold They're
3: the almond butter things.
1: No, that was my old
3: breakfast. Oh, the, <laughs> you ran uh, out of those?
1: The biscuits with almond butter from Nature Valley, which uh, someone here at the has radio station—yeah. It's not Jenny Light. I don't know who it is. Could be Chelsea. Uh, I switched to the Nature Valley sweet and salty nut bars. Nice. The peanut bars. But I keep those in my bag and I just bring them from home every day. So nobody, uh, can pilfer them here at the radio station.
3: Yeah. You got to hold things, uh, close to chest around this place.
1: I bring this up because I'm reading this article from this nutritional psychiatrist. She says the worst breakfast option in the morning is an all fruit smoothie. Really? So for anybody that starts their day with an all fruit smoothie, which they, I
3: feel like would be a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, in some of these we've we've heard before: uh, cereals, fruity right, yogurts, right. donuts. We know that.
3: <laughs> Tell us something we don't know. I Nutritionists. didn't nutritionist.
1: I didn't know the all fruit smoothie. Hey, this was on my uh, workout, or not my workout mix, my drive to work this morning.
3: It was? This
1: song right here. (laughs) Little usher to get us going this morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Even after all this time. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. So, Morgan. Yes. Morgan Penelope Wright.
3: Not Penelope, but we can pretend.
1: When you say you are looking for a recommendation, yes, for a Vegas wedding, yes, like when you say that, when you put that into our Google Doc, mm-hmm. are you being serious yeah, right now?
3: I am. Maybe not this particular thing because I think I'm going to miss the cutoff. But look, when David and I get our visa, we have 90 days to get married. So we're not going to plan a big wedding right off the jump. We're probably going to do something small, something quick, something Vegasy. Maybe and then plan a big wedding for later on. So everything with David and I is an adventure, right? Like Uh We're traveling around the world. We're in this super long distance relationship. So we've talked. We're like, why not? Like if we have to do a get married quick option at first, which we do, why not go to Vegas and do it? And then I saw this.
1: So you're totally serious. This is not... Because I looked at this as like, okay, Morgan's just frustrated. Like, she's frustrated (laughs) by the process, and she's just like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to Vegas. Yeah. But that's not the case.
3: No, that's not the case. I mean, it's totally on the table. I'm not saying 100% that we're going to do it in Vegas, but it is an option that's being discussed.
5: Did I say yay? (laughs) I say yay.
1: And because you are talking to somebody who did get married in Vegas... In 2007, I think you should get married where I got married. (laughs) Where did you get married? The Little Church of the West. It is right across the street from Mandalay Bay. Okay. I'm going to show you a little picture right now. That's a picture of the chapel. Oh,
3: that is cute. Isn't that a cute little chapel? It is a cute little chapel. What did your um, officiant look like? He dressed up in an Elvis costume? No. See?
1: That's what everybody Everyone um, thinks that everybody thinks that I had like some sort of a cheesy wedding where well, it wasn't. It was just the two of us. Yeah, but it was at this cute little chapel, the little church of the West. And, you know, I wore a tux. She wore uh, her wedding gown. And uh, I remember the guy's name was Paul. He was the minister. He showed up. He was wearing uh, a very nice suit. Nice. And,
3: So it was legit.
1: Yeah, it totally was. And you can totally do it classy Yeah, in Vegas.
3: Well, the one I saw is not classy. It's the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. But it's all expenses paid.
2: (laughs) I saw that yesterday, too.
3: Yeah. They're calling it the Wienermobile of love. And I'm like, why not? Like, why not, David? Let's get married in the Wienermobile of love in an all-expenses-paid Las Vegas wedding. Why not?
1: I don't know why the Wienermobile always tries to stick itself into... (laughs) I mean, it it drives all over the country and gets involved in things it shouldn't get involved in.
3: But can I tell you what our our likely option is? hmm. Let's pretend like, because we're thinking we're going to get our visa in September, October, or November, right? Fingers crossed that that's going to be the time frame that we get his visa. It was just announced yesterday. That BravoCon, remember I went to BravoCon last year in New York City? Right. Guess where it is this year? Vegas. It's in Las Vegas.
1: See, it's meant to be.
3: I know. So David's like, let's go a day early. Let's get married. And then we'll hang out at BravoCon all weekend. And I'm like, yes.
1: Little Church of the West.
3: I mean, it's looking more and more like a possibility every day.
1: It's all coming together now. (laughs) Uh, If you want to tell us about your Vegas wedding and how you did it, it's 216-474-0104. You can call or text. And we have the old school hit coming up, too. It's the Q Morning Show.
0: Waking up. Getting you up and going. Waking up. With hit after hit. Rise and shine after hit. Waking
2: up every day. Real life. Real clean lift. It's the Q Morning
5: Show.
1: Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill Ryan. So who remembers this lady?
4: Do you hear me? Yes. My foot's going to be so far up your... It's going to dangle out your... nose. I'm done okay. with you. That phone in your bag. Now you give it to me. All right, fine.
1: That is Jackie Miller, the now infamous bus driver from Amherst who, that happened uh, on a on a school bus, uh, I want to say like two weeks now, three weeks ago? Yes. And right after she dropped all the kids off, and thankfully Jackie did drop all the kids off uh, that day, uh, she resigned her position as a bus driver. Right. And we talked about this on the show at length, and we took a bunch of phone calls from people. Uh, was Jackie in the right here? I don't think we need to dive into that much further now. Right. But it was fairly split. Uh, we we did a am I bl- the bleep hole segment. Um, a lot of people supported Jackie for for not taking it anymore and uh, and losing it on the children. Uh, and there was me. I I was one of the people that didn't. I I said on the show I did not approve of how Jackie handled the situation. Uh, I just think that our teachers and our coaches and our bus drivers, anybody who's put in charge of of taking care of our children, need to for lack of a better term, keep it cool.
3: Yeah, but also you can only take so much. And they were doing things like spraying things to cause her to have asthma attacks and really just pushing her buttons. And it's like it's, it's much easier said than done to, to take the high road after however many years this poor woman has been harassed by these kids.
1: Hey, I get it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you of all people should
1: get it. I totally get it. Um, <laughs> and Here's the update on Jackie, by the way. Someone put together a GoFundMe. And as of Tuesday, $108,000. Wow.
3: Oh my God. It's in
1: the GoFundMe for Jackie, who's no longer an employee of the Amherst School District. Uh, We're going to Eric right now. Uh, Eric called in just a few minutes ago, and he let us know that on the day that Jackie couldn't take it anymore, pulled the bus over and yelled at the kids, Eric Eric
2: was there.
3: He was on the bus.
1: (laughs) Eric, good morning.
6: Hello, sir. How are you doing today?
1: Okay, please don't call me sir.
3: <laughs> we're not that formal around here. <laughs>
1: don't call Morgan, ma'am. Uh, Eric, what city do you live in?
6: I live in Amherst. I'm a Amherst uh, senior, actually.
1: Okay. Um, and on the day that, uh, that Jackie just couldn't take it anymore, you were on the bus that day?
6: Yes, I was.
1: Tell me what your reaction to it as it was happening in the moment, because we've all seen the video and you've probably seen the video as well. And you've gone back to, to look at it and reflect on it. But how are you feeling when it was actually happening?
6: I was, I was very not going to lie. I was a little bit ashamed because this person, I looked at them as a slight mentor to myself because Jackie, she she, yes, yeah, she's a very hard worker. She's a very kind woman. Um, I, looking back on it in the moment, I was a little bit ashamed of it. But at the same time, these kids, yes, have been talking to her very inappropriately and messing with her. And I think that she just couldn't take it anymore. And I understand why she reacted that way. But, yes, it still is a little bit inappropriate about how she went about it.
1: Right. But at the same time, you are basically supporting her for... For what you yes, did that absolutely. day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
6: Absolutely. How do you feel that she
1: she has $108,000 now?
6: I'm glad she has a house that she's actually trying to pay off. So she kind of needs that money. Aww.
1: And she said she's going to travel with her husband. <laughs> um, yes, she needs to she relax just-
3: after everything that she's been through. She needs to take a vacation.
6: Yes, I believe so.
1: Uh, Eric, did you happen to buy the T-shirt? Uh, there, was a, there was a T-shirt from um, it was uh, the mistakes on the Lake Apparel Company made a T-shirt, and it basically has the quote uh, from the audio clip. I'm going to stick my foot so far up your bleep and bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh,
6: did you get that? Did you get that shirt, Eric? No, unfortunately not. I've right. just been i I save a lot of my money, and I haven't been able to. All right.
1: Well, it's uh, still for sale once you uh, get that money. Uh, but it, Eric, thanks for calling yeah, in this thank morning. Thank you, Eric. And I'm glad that you weren't one of the kids on the on the bus misbehaving that day. And uh, I'm sorry that uh, that this happened to someone you liked, to Jackie.
6: Trust me, it was a shame.
1: But uh, I appreciate you calling in this morning. Thank you. Thanks,
3: right. Eric. Have a great day.
1: There you go. Well, I mean, obviously details matter right. in this as well because if this. If this bus driver was anything anybody else besides a an old grandmother. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, it could have gone it could have gone in so many different directions. Uh I think it may be different because uh because it was Jackie. I think a lot of people sympathize because it's Jackie. Right. So uh there you go. That's that. Uh we've got Cleveland Confessional on the way. Uh yesterday Tricia and Garfield called us, and she was kind of Frantic? Yeah, I would say panic a little bit because she was called in to her boss's office, to her manager's office. She had well, she said at first she had no idea why. But then she told us
3: that she had why. been stealing, you know, a handful or two times. So, so she we, thought she was busted.
1: I think we're going to be able to talk to Trisha. We'll find out if she was actually fired from her job yesterday. That's coming up. A Cleveland confessional update on the Q Morning Show.
4: Wake up. Got- Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's
1: the Q Morning Show. I love it
4: when I listen to it in the morning. It gets me
2: amped up. Real life. Real Cleveland. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: I just stay Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So yesterday at this time, we had a Cleveland Confessional. And we heard from Trisha in Garfield Heights. And what she confessed to us was she was in kind of a panic because she was on her way to work. She was supposed to meet with the the manager of the store. The manager called her in to come in a little bit early for a special reason. She thought that she was going to get busted because... Yeah, she
3: steals from the store that she works at.
1: She admitted to us in the Cleveland confessional that it's happened. She said no more than 10 times that she has... Taking an outfit into the changing room.
3: But like eight or nine times is a lot of times to take an
1: outfit. She must have been working there for a while, I guess. But we asked Trisha, we said, hey, let us know how the meeting goes. Call us back tomorrow. Let us know how everything goes. Trisha is back on the phone. Trisha, good morning.
0: Good morning. How are you guys? Good. How are you is the better question.
1: How was your meeting?
0: You will not believe. Are
1: you fired?
0: (laughs) No, no, quite the opposite, actually. Um, So I had my meeting with my manager and didn't bring anything up about what I've been doing. She actually, I guess she she actually talked about how much she loved what I was doing at the (laughs) store. She said my work ethic was great. I've been doing, you know, showing up on time. The store is always organized, looking great. She was really giving me a lot of praise about what I've been doing at work, as far as she knows. And um, she was telling me that there is an assistant manager who's leaving, and she wants me to get promoted to be the assistant ah. manager. So I, wonderful. I, <laughs> 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 uh,
3: yeah, you can make more money, so you don't have to steal clothes anymore. <laughs>
1: well,
3: <laughs> yeah. So.
1: This has worked out tremendously for you, Trisha.
3: <laughs> but, Let's just hope nobody in your uh, work environment heard you on the Cleveland Confessional yesterday.
0: Yeah, I hope not.
1: <laughs> it's that nose-to-the-grindstone hard work ethic that you've had that's put you in this position to get a promotion. Exactly. After you've been stealing from the store for who knows no, how eight long. eight or
0: nine times. Yeah, well, you know, what they don't know will hurt them, I guess. Well, congratulations.
3: That really went the opposite way of what you thought it would.
5: Thank yeah. you. Did,
1: after they offered you the promotion, did you say something? As long as you don't check those security cameras, <laughs> am I right? No,
0: we're keeping that under wraps. No, <laughs> no, nope, nope, I did not. I just, you know, smiled and waved. All
1: right. <laughs> well, congratulations, yeah, Tricia.
0: Nice. Thanks so Good
3: much. Good luck to
1: you in the future. Uh, that's Please stop Trisha. stealing
3: things. <laughs> oh, my God. Please is, stop stealing things. Is this
1: really a common thing?
3: I, I've only stolen from work one time.
1: What did you take? Oh, the banners.
3: Well, no, that the, was an accident. The I didn't, Q104 banners I that were in your to trunk. I didn't steal that. No, you want to know the funny part? The beginning of the pandemic, and there was no toilet paper in the stores, I stole a roll of toilet paper <gasps> from the Q104 studios to take home because we didn't have any.
1: Well, I hope you'll be here tomorrow <laughs> after that. Uh, I know. After that admission. Don't fire me. 216 uh, 474 If you want to comment on Trisha or if. You want to admit that you have taken something from work. And maybe you're not proud of it anymore. I don't know. How do you feel about it? You took it from work. You shouldn't have it, but you have it. 216-474-0104. Your call's next.
0: Opportunity
1: comes once in a lifetime. You better. Q104 Plays to Hits. It's the Q Morning Show. You know, Morgan, I have told people, I've told friends, relatives, that I have doctors listening to this show. Doctors. Do- they have. They've called into the show. Yes. But today we're learning a lot about the, the seedy underbelly of, <laughs> of people that listen to this show. Right. We, we have burglars and thieves. Um, we have Eric and are on the phone right now. Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. So you want to admit <laughs> to stealing from your job?
5: <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, okay. yeah,
3: we'll start by where you work. You don't have to give us a specific name, obviously, but give us a general idea.
5: Okay. Okay. So look. So so I work. I work at one of those. I work at one of those big arcades. You know, like I'm, so I'm not going to say which one, uh, obviously, but like so it's one of those ones with the bowling alley, alleys and like all the arcades. Okay. And all the drinks, all that.
3: Okay. <clears throat> and you currently work there
5: yeah so that's it's my it's my first like real job, right so i'm I'm still in school, so I'm working right now. I'm trying to pay my tuition, we're playing games, all that stuff
1: <laughs> okay
5: and so you
1: work at one of these places and you steal from them, okay, yeah, so you got to impress
5: the ladies like some. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what do right. you
3: mean impress the ladies? How
5: does stealing from your job impress <laughs> the ladies? Okay, so I, I steal, I'll steal the prizes, right? And I'll, and so I'll give them to the ladies.
3: No, if
5: I steal the prize, I'll give it to a girl. Like.
3: The prizes from the arcade.
5: Yeah, yeah, like they got they got stuffed animals. There's like little, like little tchotchkes, like, like little, 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 little things I can give the ladies. You know. Oh
3: my god. Uh huh. Anything else?
5: So I don't know. So it's like I don't know. If I really like the girl, I'll get like a lava lamp. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa!
3: A lava lamp! I didn't even know they still lamp. made those.
5: Oh my god! Oh, they still got those. They still got those. They also got those like crystal ball things. that If you like move your finger around it, the electricity <laughs> and all that stuff. Like the scientific weird. Yeah, like they got they got all of that. Okay.
3: And you impress the ladies with these gifts.
5: Yeah, I'm saying I'll teddy bears steal a heart. That's how I'm doing it. Uh, my
1: head is spinning, Eric. Uh, so let me get this straight: um, in your world, a stuffed animal for a girl that means you like her. But if if she gets the lava lamp, then uh, we might be saying the uh, the big L O V E
5: word. Is that right? If she gets the lava lamp, I better not become a home tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, and it's
1: nice that uh, your company, quote, unquote, provides all of these items for you. <laughs>
3: Hopefully it leads to some long-lasting relationships.
5: See, I consider the teddy bears part of the benefit package. <laughs> <laughs> Call now to play Battle of the Burbs. 216-474-0104.
2: Powered by Window Genie of Cleveland West. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Cleveland your suburb is counting on you it's the battle of the verbs
1: on q104 we are ready for another lively round we have our contestants and morgan is ready with our four questions so let's go
3: we have north ridgeville richmond and willoughby getting ready to rep for their city caller 14 this morning is jen jen is in north ridgeville good morning jen good morning how was your wednesday Not so bad so far. Beautiful day. I was going to say, I can't wait to go outside. I hear we're supposed to actually see the sun today, which is always a positive. Yes, it is. Jen, you have four questions, three seconds to answer each one. Are you ready to play? Yes. Question number one Mufasa and Simba are the father son duo on what Disney animated movie? Lion King. That is correct. Question number two What U.S. city is nicknamed Sin City? Las Vegas. That is right. Question number three. If you won an individual immunity necklace, what reality competition show would you be participating on? Survivor. For the win, Jen in Northridgeville, in what year was the iPhone released? Uh, 2001. It's not 2001. (laughs) Good try, though. Let's go to Shay in Willoughby. Shay, good morning. Good morning. How are you? It's been a while since we've heard from you. I know, it's my work schedule I'm so sorry It's okay, we love that you're back See, And ready to play Battle of the Burbs Five seconds of summer tickets on the line Are you ready? Ready Question number one Mufasa and Simba are the father-son duo On what Disney animated movie?
0: The Lion King
3: What U.S. city is nicknamed Sin City? Las Vegas If you won an individual immunity necklace What reality competition show would you be on? For the win, Shay and Willoughby. And what year was the iPhone released? 2007. 2007 is right, Shay! We love
1: it. So you need to quit that job and just be here all the time.
3: (laughs) It feels like a family reunion to me. Like Shay used to call it 6 o'clock, but now we're at 7, but we love to hear from you. And we love did to it hit all. you I love up you guys. with the uh, 5 Seconds of Summer <laughs> ticket. So not only did you get our home city of Willoughby, their 11th win, you're going to see 5 Seconds of Summer at Blossom. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner. Q Morning
1: Show. Q104 plays the hits. always live on the free Odyssey app. You've got the Q Morning Show this morning. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. So I have said, I've always said this. That it is more difficult to be a woman than it is to be a man. Correct. I mean, for so many reasons. Yes. But only one that I really want to get into right now. Childbirth. And, and then, <laughs> see that the reasons are endless, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Not getting into childbirth right now. Uh, I was going to talk about the the maintenance required to be a woman. Okay. The, all the shaving and the and the waxing and the tweezing. And the skincare routine, it's too much. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm too lazy to do it. It's okay. I, I would not be able to do what my wife does on a nightly basis. And I'm reading about this survey about guys between the ages of 18 and 42. They have no skincare routine at all.
3: I would say that is true. I mean, the only thing that my fiance, David, does is use moisturizer. That's literally it.
1: Yeah, 33% of guys no skincare routine and I'm I'll be honest, I don't think I would have I would even have one if it wasn't for my wife forcing me to do one.
3: What is your skincare routine?
1: I use Nivea cream. It's uh let me google it real quick. Oh Nivea gosh, cream. You don't
3: even know what it is?
1: It's intensive moisturizer for body, face and hands. Okay. That's what it She wants me to use it to So it's a moisturizer. Keep away the crows feet and the wrinkles sure. and and things like that. But here is the shocking statistic. From this survey, this is shocking to me. Only fifty-four percent of men between the ages of eighteen and forty-two brush their teeth daily.
3: No, There's that's no what, way. That's
1: what it says in this survey. Who that, did this survey? That means forty-six percent of men don't even brush their teeth on a daily basis.
3: I've heard of guys like only brushing their teeth once a day like in the morning and then they'll go to bed with bad breath and gunk all in their teeth and not care. But I think I've never done that before at all?
1: Usually on nights that uh, usually Friday and Saturday nights when yeah. you're drinking. <laughs>
3: no, I can't. I cannot turn my brain off if I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed.
1: Yeah, so you're in the habit now.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But 46% of that that is a shocking yeah, statistic that's disgusting. to me. I don't know. Any guys want to admit to not brushing their teeth today? Yikes. Please do so. four seven four104 Also, producer Stevie's coming in here in a second. Uh Stevie has something that I don't I don't have. I believe that you don't have.
3: I have a tattoo. You do? Yeah. Okay. Just one.
1: But do you regret your tattoo?
3: No. It's
1: Pro- small. Producer Stevie regrets her tattoo. We're getting into that next on the Q morning show. Get up, get
5: up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me mean, that time morning. It's the Q morning
6: show.
3: I feel like I'm getting bed sores. Real life, real Cleveland,
1: Q104. Q-104. Always rooting for the anti-hero. Taylor Swift. It's the Q morning show, Q104. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here too, along with producer Stevie joining us in studio right now. So I I don't have any tattoos. Never had the desire to get one. I don't have one. Morgan has one. You like it, right, Morgan? It's
3: small. It's just a little thing on my arm that says, live free. That is it's cute, a cute little, little small reminder, one. a little reminder, you know?
1: I, I like that one. When did Thank you get you. that?
3: I got that when I was still in college. I think I was probably 21. I was in downtown Columbus for a concert, and I just walked past the tattoo shop and thought, I've always wanted a tattoo. Let's go inside there. I did that once. <laughs> yeah. Bad is idea. it the one that was on your ankle? Yes.
7: All my other ones are planned. I have kind of a sleeve. So, like, most of mine were planned and wanted, but not all.
1: So how many tattoos do you have total?
7: I don't It's a sleeve. So, like, pro, I've probably gotten, like, 10,
1: 10, ten sessions. I did not know you. Did you know, producers, you a sleeve? I didn't know you had
7: a sleeve. You always wear a
3: long sleeve.
1: Yeah, you do. <laughs> look <laughs> Oh, at my God.
3: I love it. You, it's space-themed. I love that. Oh, look at the rocket ship. Yep.
1: You look tough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
7: like it. Now, those ones you're all happy with, right? Yes, the arm is good. Which what? one are you not happy with? It's on my ankle.
1: <laughs> what is it?
7: It is, I got it when I was 18, and it is for the band I was obsessed with. Not really a band. It's for the girl group Fifth Harmony. It's a Fifth Harmony tattoo <laughs> on my ankle. Stevie. Yeah. I told you I regretted it. <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> I want to cover it up so bad, but everyone's like, no, it's too funny and like too good of a story. I'm like, <laughs> I cover it up. It's just embarrassing. <laughs>
1: You realize that Fifth Harmony doesn't go along with your tattoo theme on your body. Yeah, and they're also,
7: like, not a band (laughs) anymore. Not together, Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it doesn't fit the theme. They don't exist.
1: Yeah, can't.
7: I don't
3: know if I'm more surprised that you have a sleeve or that your favorite group was Fifth Harmony. Like, I didn't see you liking them all that much.
7: Yeah, it was a time in my life. (laughs) I mean, you know we want to see it, even though you're embarrassed of it. Yeah, I'll show you. It's... It's really small and most people, like, if you look at it, you won't know what it is. But okay. it's so it's not like obvious, it's not like their faces or it doesn't say Fifth Harmony. It was like their logo from 2015. OK, so, so it's, it's just their yeah. logo. It's just like a five with a circle around it. Is oh, always. OK. Yeah. You have to come up with an alternative meaning. Well, my aunt thought it was a Maroon 5 tattoo. And I think that's worse. <laughs> yeah, especially in today's day and age. Yeah, that, like the no, Adam Levine scandal. Not Maroon 5.
1: alright four zero one zero four. Tell us about the tattoo that you now regret. Because we want to hear the story behind it. We've heard producer Stevie's story. So you Fifth were 18. Harmony
7: and, tattoo. Yeah,
1: you weren't drunk. You can't use that as an excuse. Nope,
7: just you, 18 and dumb. Just a big fan. So <laughs>
1: That's
3: we have to hilarious.
1: play this one for oh you God. then. Oh, God.
3: Pour one out for Fifth Harmony.
1: 216 <laughs> 104 Tattoo regret. tattoo regret this morning on the Q morning show it's q104 producer Stevie has a fifth Harmony tattoo on her ankle we just learned about it so
3: shocking to me
1: I didn't get to look at it we need to don't we need a picture it's, right
3: it's literally just a five with a circle around it so thankfully <laughs> it's not like glaringly obvious that it's about fifth Harmony but still funny
1: I still want we should put it up on uh, Instagram at the Q morning show uh Megan's in Elyria. Megan good morning good morning do you have a tattoo that you now regret.
4: Yes, it's very unfortunate.
1: What is the tattoo?
4: It is a song, all the lyrics start to finish, that my ex dedicated to me when we were like 21.
7: A whole
3: song? Where is it at?
4: It's covering my whole entire back. Oh, my gosh.
1: Every single lyric from this song is on your back.
4: Yes, start to finish, all the choruses, all the, the bridge, all of it, start to finish. Would, oh, my gosh. Would we
1: know the song?
4: No, um, our friend wrote the song, so it's his band. I mean, they're just like an underground band from um, Michigan, so no.
3: What are some of the lyrics? Like, can you tell us what the song is about? Honestly, uh, no. I, I don't remember <laughs> what any of the lyrics are. Uh,
4: I can't see it because it's on my back.
3: and <laughs> You refuse I, to I, listen I to it. it.
4: <laughs> yes, I refuse to listen to it because uh, it brings back all the terrible memories of being drunk for, like, a whole year. Oh, and being no.
1: Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. Well, it could be worse, Megan. If it was because- a popular song, I might have been able to play the song, <laughs> and that would have been worse. It also could have been uh, WAP by Cardi B or yeah, something that like wouldn't that. that would have been great. To have those on your back.
4: Yes, it could have been. But I have, I mean, I have 53 tattoos, and it kind of, like wrecked my whole plan Mm. to cover my back. Yeah, is
3: there no way that you could cover the words? I
4: mean, it's been so many years. I'm 30 now, so, I mean, I could probably get it covered up. Um, I just haven't gone to do it, but I need to.
1: I don't know much about it, but from what I do know, tattoo removal
3: is so painful.
4: Yeah,
1: and it's months and months long process yeah. just to get it taken so off. So you have
3: a whole song, yeah. every single lyric <laughs> right. start to finish. It's like, that was dedication.
1: And it was like it, it was like a five-minute song. Why did it have to be a five-minute song? <laughs> should have been just one of those two-minute songs. Right. All right, thanks, Megan, for calling Q104 this
2: morning.